This show is part of the Other Side Podcast Network. Welcome to Maker's Corner episode 8. My name is Yannick. I'm the French guy from Switzerland and joining me this week on this episode, as usual, is my good friend Nate. Hello, Nate. Good afternoon. How are you? I am well. And how are you? I am well, too. Um, we're beginning to um, unconfine or deconfine. I don't know how to say that. Uh, things are... Reemerge. Reemerge like yeah, a butterfly. Re-emerge. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, like I, a blossoming not... flower. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I won't say that uh, things are going back to what they were before because uh, there's like 10 people in the in the building uh, this week and last week but um more we we see more and more people gradually so yeah it's going to uh, to be back to semi normal you know we still have some, uh, restrictions in the cafeteria yeah. yeah so some some things that you know anything where you don't stay home Seven days a week, <laughs> it's a, it's good. It's a good thing. Yes. So one of the um, good things we get out of uh, of this um, two and a half month of confinement um, is the fact that uh, we are now going to work from home two days a week. Oh, uh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now you've, because now you've proven be- you can do it. Yes, <laughs> because uh, yeah, we asked for for that because you know, you know I have. 20, 25 minutes of uh, commute um, every day. So that's, that's going to save me 50 minutes of, of travel, which means for my boss, I can work 50 minutes more, uh, which I'm not going to do, but <laughs> uh, I, I can it's wake up uh, later and things like that. <laughs> right. And also, it's it's uh, two days where we are not in contact with uh, outside people. So that's uh, a, a way to, you know, uh, try and... and, and uh, avoid mitigate. social context. Yeah, mitigate. Yeah. Yes, that's the word I was. Also, I look at it from a, an, another perspective. It's less wear and tear on your vehicle. It's yes. less vehicles on the road, less pollution. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, for America, it would be less cars leaking everywhere, you know, because that's how <laughs> things are here. <laughs> well, so less, less gas yeah. in the car, yes. Yeah. So, so, I, think, yeah. I think it's a positive. That, that That's a positive that has come out of a grand, grand negative, in my opinion. Yes. You know. It and it looks like it'll be better for a lot of people. Yeah. Maybe not if you're a mechanic. It, no, <laughs> maybe not. Well, but they're maybe they'll get caught up now. Maybe it's usually they're, maybe. Not, they're always behind. Know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. I have to to bring my car tomorrow to the garage for the the long overdue service. So. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. I so, totally get it. Yeah, we we need to get uh, any positive we can out of right. out of this. And and learn uh, the lessons that we learned during this uh, this confinement. Yeah, I my employer just sent me a new computer to replace my CAD Ooh. machine, so I'll nice. be I'm now stepping into the world of Windows 10 uh, over there. But I already don't I already don't like it. But uh, the, the the network thing is irritating I, to me. Like I like the Windows 7 one better, but maybe that's old man curmudgeon in me. That's that just I'm used to something. Maybe I don't know. But, but, uh, I'm, I'm surprised because you sent us messages on Telegram last week saying that you were uninstalling Windows from your house. That's true. In <laughs> fact, uh, maybe we should get into it later. But yes, I, in- I uninstalled this past week two Windows from my house. And try as I might, none of the home improvement stores had Linux I could install in place of the Windows I took out. So I had to install Windows <laughs> again. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> we can talk about that later on. <laughs> Uh, so t- talking about the the positives um we can take out of this um th- this global pandemic is the fact that i have discovered a, a new passion for woodworking during those uh, those last uh, last weeks uh you know yes. because um um i was at home uh i had more time because no commute well that, no i didn't have more time i have less commute time which i employed doing other stuff uh and, and the stuff was uh those uh, 
this stuff I did was to um, watch YouTube video about woodworking. And uh, I always thought, you know, that would be um, an interesting hobby, but that um, I would need, I don't know, multiple expensive tools and like uh, 300 square meters of, uh, of, of place to work. Um, <laughs> and really when, when you look at, uh, some of the videos, that's, that's the feeling you get. You, you see the, those guys say, Oh, uh, this is a DIY video and, uh, and you need this and this and this and this. And, and you see their workshop. It's really huge and they have uh, lots of stuff. But then when you keep looking, you keep watching and you, you see people with, you know, just three, three or four tools and, and just you know, working in their garage. So I thought, Hmm. I can do that. I have a garage. Um, mm -hmm. I already have a, a couple of tools. I can, you know, borrow uh, a saw from uh, from from my neighbors. I, I can do stuff like that. So I I kept looking and I found um, a YouTube channel that is very interesting. Um, uh, it's called uh, Woodworking for Mere Mortals, uh, and. Uh, uh, the the guy is called Steve Ramsey, and he's doing um, an online um, course, if you want. Uh, so the the, the this um, his website is uh, the Weekend Wood Woodworker, and the um, the thing is that he has um, I think it's six or eight I don't remember um, uh, weekends planned, and it, he gives you. Um, the plans for the, the different things you you're going to build uh, and the, um, the the tools you need to use. There are, there's a lot of very uh, detailed videos on how to do that that that, that thing. Uh, also uh, step by step written instructions uh, because you don't necessarily have access to the video when you're in your workshop. And so I, I watched the, the the first video, and it it was really simple exercises. Um, the first three exercises, I think, only use a miter saw, uh, so it's something I can borrow from my neighbor. Um, and uh, I really like the 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 education side of of this thing. So he mm -hmm. he always explains what he's doing, why he's doing it. Uh, but not in in complex technical terms, you know. Just you, you put glue here because there here um, because uh, you need the you need this part to be very strong, and then screw there because you you only need to have uh, support things like that. And it's uh, yeah, really really interesting. And so once I was uh, once I subscribed to this uh, to this uh, course, I did uh, some some builds. So I'm I'm very proud owner of my very own um workbench. Uh, so it's a small mobile workbench. It's uh, on on um on wheels. Uh how do you call mm -hmm. that casters? That casters, does, does wheels, yeah, casters. whatever. Yeah. Um it's not, how do you say it's not very French? big, but it's nice. How would you say it in French? Roulette. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't that wouldn't do anything for me. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I did uh, I did build my own uh, workbench, and I was very pleased. Actually, the the, the workbench the the workbench is is a, a bonus uh, plan. It's not part of it's not really part of the course, but okay. he released the first video for free. Uh, so you don't have to be you don't you don't have to join the program to watch the first video. It's on the on the on the channel on the Woodworking for Mere Mortal uh, YouTube channel. And so I did. The reason I did that is that I I, I thought okay if I can build this uh, this simple thing that's um, you know you don't have to join the program to to do uh, then maybe I will join after that uh, if I can do that and I was able to build my my workbench so I I joined the program. And the way it works is that it's a, I think it's a hundred bucks, something like that, and you have mm -hmm. lifetime access to those uh, resources. So eight, eight plans plus bonus plans also, um, and uh, the, 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 those videos. So I did the first, uh, the first weekend. Um, actually, it, it says weekend, but you can 
you know, go your own pace. That's uh, it's just that it, it's doable in a weekend. And in fact, the first um, project was a small, small table, uh, and I did that in a, in in one day uh, from morning to to the evening. So it's it's those are really simple projects, and I like that, and I like my table, and uh, I. I I don't regret joining this program. Um, I'm going to do the, those exercises when I can. Uh, I can't. I can't do that every weekend because I have my daughter every uh, every other weekend. But um, yeah, I like I like woodworking. I like the wood, the the material. It's uh, it's really. I don't know. It, there's something uh, with with wood that uh, it's it's easy to work with. Uh, it's it's a little bit expensive though. Uh, yeah. When you start, yeah, well, it's, it's relatively speaking. I mean, it's not that yeah, expensive. No, it's actually probably it's probably more expensive on your side of the the pond than it is on mine. Probably uh, yes. Yeah, because I mean, we have we have all kinds of trees, and and actually we have more trees today than we did a hundred years ago because of because of lumber lumbering mm-hmm. or whatever. So we yeah. have lots of we have you know the mostly you know white pine is what we have yeah. here. But um, but yeah, so we, that's but that what white pine is uh, what I worked with. Um, I like that. I like I like the 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 color of this uh, of this wood and the 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 the, the, the general aspect of it. Um, and actually, my table there was instruction to uh, stain the table or to protect it with uh, oil or something like that. But since it's going to stay inside, I don't think I'm I'm going to do anything with it. I will let it uh, let it uh, like that uh, row. I don't know. If it can Let say it stay that. inside. Yeah. Yeah, it will stay inside. That's cool. Yeah. So now now that I've done that, I know that I can do basic stuff. Um I'm going to keep following the uh, the program, but I I already had an order from my little one who saw the table uh and uh, asked me if I could uh, make her a desk because she thinks that her desk is too small and she wants a bigger one. So she said, she turned to me and she said, Oh, you, you've made a table. You can make a, a desk a for desk. me. And I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and of course I said, yes. <laughs> so now I'm going to uh, have to do here's, that. Here's a thought. Maybe you can combine two of your maker passions. This is just an idea. Go ahead and tell me no ahead of time. But combine two of your passions, get a couple of linear actuators, and uh, what and a you know like an, something like an Arduino, a controller, and you could actually make a stand up like a, an automated stand up desk. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. I could. Oh. Yeah, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> <I'm just> going, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just go and tell me now. It's fine. I won't be offended. Uh, m- maybe not the first one, but okay. Yeah, why not? <laughs> maybe the second one. Yeah, but oh, I no. plan to combine. I, I plan to have an Arduino in there and have the. How do you know drive some LEDs? Because Ooh, you know, yeah. you know me, me and Ooh, LEDs. Yeah, sure. It's like you know, <laughs> I, I kind of, like, yeah, yeah. You're like, uh, like yeah. yes, you know, you're, you're, yes, fingers, <laughs> two fingers peas in a pod. Yeah, so <laughs> like peas and she's she's going to have LEDs on her on her future desk. <laughs> I was just thinking as as you're saying that about the desk. I wonder if it would be possible. Like, I, I'm not sure where you do it in the desk, but if you could on on the underside of the of the top. If you yeah. were to bore down, not through, but we, ha- we leave a little bit, like a little bit of material, and that's where you actually put the LED inside of that, so it actually would shine through, kind of an ambient shine through the mm. wood. You could have like, you know, I'm just thinking in my mind, like something that I would do for me is like the front of the Enterprise, you know, how it has the light that goes back and forth, <laughs> you know, yes. something like that, yes. or the silent, or, or together like this, you know. The silent, yes, or... <laughs> yeah. uh, or uh, Kit from Knight Rider. Knight Rider, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or you could do white, wider. Right. You could do multicolor. Here's an mm-hmm. idea. You like pixels. You could do those pixels, and then you can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Huh? Well, I don't, I don't, I don't know yet <laughs> where the the LEDs are going to end up, but I'm. I'm, I'm just trying I'm, to push you. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just trying to give you. <laughs> but that's time. great. That's great. That's how you know. That's how things uh, things work. Uh, you can have the, because you like, can have the, yeah, you can have the table change colors based on your mood. Like a mood ring on her mood, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I will. Gi- I will give her some some buttons and the 
you know, when when you don't feel very good, press the red one, and when when you're okay, press the green one. So I I know how how to talk to you when I enter the room. <laughs> so I was thinking. So if you feel like sunshine, it's kind of a yellow color. Yeah. If you're angry, it'd be red. Uh-huh. If you're sick, you could use green. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so instead of saying yes. I'm going to throw up, you just hit the green button or something like yeah. that. I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm, I'm not playing. That's out. a good idea. That's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. Or not. Just totally scrap. Totally scrap the entire thing. All yeah. That stuff. But all, all um, that. Yes. <laughs> that's cool. How big are you going to make this desk? Is it like what kind of dimensions? Um, so because she's what? You said she's like six, seven. She's five. Eight. Five. I was close. So Seven it's going to be. It's going to be about uh, seventy-five centimeters high, okay. uh, fifty centimeters uh, de- deep, and about a meter wide. Okay. All right. Something. Something like that. Uh, it's not. Exact. Since I know my metric, I got it. I, yeah. I can. I can. I, I know the imp- the imperial and the metric. So cool because I have no idea how much that is that <laughs> in inches. I, I work with metric a lot. For work so okay cool yeah i, I, I noticed awesome. that uh more and more I, I hear people from from the us or even the uk um talk uh, speak um metric i don't know if it's uh something that's that's uh j- you know just because i i listen to uh technical people who are used to use metric and don't really care about using either or or is it a general thing that uh, that metric is is getting you know i i'm um, going to m- guess it's popular. probably just the people you follow because most yeah. of the people who i'm who i talk to outside of work that is they're not mm-hmm. they only use the um you the know the, the, the okay. queen's measurements yeah yeah so. <laughs> okay yeah but that, that, that that's that's uh that makes sense. I I, I watched a lot of uh, uh, woodworking videos and and even even the guys from the US there they took a, a metric. Maybe that's because they want to reach a wider audience. That could be. Yeah, possible, possible. I mean, even when I on uh, when I use Fusion three sixty, I I only have it in metric. I and if I want to do English, I just make the quick mathematical conversions right 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 on the spot. It's just easier that way for me because I do everything else in metric when I design, uh, except for Legos. I don't. I design a lot in uh, the yeah, but, Lego dimensional units I'll use. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, uh, on, yeah, on, on, on Lego and uh, the the LDUs are, are on the based on on imperial metric. measurement on metric. No, based on metric. Yep. Okay, I thought it was a a subset of uh, of imperials. No, because it came from Denmark. Oh yes, that's true. Yeah. That's true. All right. right. That's why, yeah. So it came from your side of the, the pond, not my side mm-hmm. of the pond. So yeah, yeah, good times. Yeah. So anyway, I would, for me, it's just easier if I do that, and then I'll just do, I'll, I'll just convert it back and forth as I need to, basically. It, so I, I'll do both metric and English. So that's yeah. why I'm I'm comfortable with both, essentially. Yeah. One one, one of the things. The time. One of I, I I can quite see uh uh, uh understand. Uh, the the imperial measurements, but the the, the problem is that it's once, confusing. yeah, but once I have uh, <laughs> you know the, the the measurements as in, in inches, and then I convert that to centimeters or millimeters, um, well, we don't have those same uh, uh, um, standards for the uh, for for woods, uh, for for wood. So when when they say that like a, a Three and a half inch uh, piece of wood. We don't have exactly three and a half inch piece of wood, so I have to uh, to adjust anyways. So, yeah, our our yes, two by fours Siri. are actually. Thank you, Siri. <laughs> I didn't. I did not talk to you, Siri. So, well, don't don't upset her. She might tattle on you. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. saying that we we do. I have to, I have to adjust my plans anyway. So. Yeah, I have the actual measurements of wood, not what the name dimensions are. So it's all yeah. so because all, to me, all the numbers are arbitrary anyway. So whether it's whether it's English or metric, it doesn't really matter. And ultimately, because I have to do the actual measurements when I design something. I discovered that uh, a two by four is not actually two by four inches. Nope, <laughs> an inch and a half what? by three and a half inches. <laughs> <laughs> it's not confusing at all. <laughs> 
No. Now the house yeah. I'm in is is 100 years old, so it's actually a little bit. It's quite a bit wider. It's not not quite. Well, I'm gonna find out. Uh, not that much wider. Like an eighth inch wider. So um, yeah. So, and it's made of oak, not not pine, because it's that old. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool too. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So the the if you have an older home, those dimensions can be even further off. So. <laughs> It'll be a little bit thicker. Ne- yeah. Yeah. So when so you, you do when renovations. You, yeah. When you do renovations. With, uh, <laughs> yeah. Can't and, get the same dimensions of wood. Awesome. Talki- talking about renov- renovations. Um, tell us about your uninstalling of Windows. Because you, I you, can do you, that. You, you teased me with that <laughs> this yeah, week. I, I thought it was funny. It made me laugh. It was. Uh, <laughs> it was. Well, I was saying my, my house is 100 years old. And unlike in... You know, and it's like I can say Germany for, with confidence. They're not built as robust, you could say. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all stick built here. We're all, all our homes are made made of you know wood, whatever. But anyway, my windows on the house had to be uninstalled uh, because they're single pane, quarter inch. Wait, let me. I can convert that for you if that matters. Let's see. So uh, 6.35 millimeters uh, okay. thick windows. And they're single pane, not insulated. And so they're, they're always drafty. My, uh, this house, since I've owned it, it's been drafty. And I started a project last year to replace all the windows in my house. And I didn't complete that project. So I'm working on it this year. I'm excited about completing my 2019 task <laughs> list here. Um, but the, um, excuse me, the, so the windows on the house are, they're, you know, they're, they're pretty good sized windows and they have these storm windows on the outside, which are kind of aluminum frame, which have either glass or, um, have like a screen, screen mesh so that you, know, mm-hmm. you can open up the win- the windows and have, you know, no bugs come in. So I wanted to remove the windows without breaking them for two reasons. Nice. One, I don't like cleaning the mess of, of broken glass <laughs> because a previous set of windows I did remove, uh, with more force. And, you know, I'm a Gila gorilla it, you know, and I just, I shattered glass everywhere and I'm still Ouch. finding pieces in my yard every once in a while. And so it's just, it's not a good thing. So this time I wanted to be extra, just absolute, usually absolute most care to not make a mess of broken glass. So the other problem is since these windows are so old and, and I'm, I'm probably owner number 12 of this house, maybe, I, maybe not that many, I don't know, but there, everyone has painted the windows so the windows are also stuck a lot of them are just painted Ouch. shut so i then the next so that i have to take the time then in order to get the storm windows off i was able to find like i had to kind of peel off this like really nasty caulk i, I don't know what it is it's almost kind of rubbery but but kind of gross at the same time like mm-hmm. a gro- it's like like bubble gum i was a bubble like dirty bubble gum is the consistency yep. so okay. I, had to, I had to you know pick all that out and of course some of those screw heads are rusted some are aluminum and so those are fine some are maybe stainless some are rusted, so I so the ones I can actually unscrew, that's fine. Not a big oh, yeah, deal. Yeah, because some of them must be really, really old. Stuck. Yeah, I think, yeah. yeah. And, and there's the storm windows are just a horrible thing. Like they always, you can never actually open up the the, the glass to get to open into the screen too. So there's and then they and then they'll collect like debris inside there, so you have to clean it out. And it it just it's just such a horrible when just a horrible design. But it was the best thing at the time, which is probably 60s or 1960s or 1970s, I'm guessing. Maybe they're put in. Maybe 50s. I don't know. I don't know when those were put in. But so I got, I got the, in order to get those storm windows off, I had to you know, unscrew them. And then mm-hmm. uh, one set of windows that I, I took apart, I didn't, I couldn't get those out. And I, I wasn't thinking at the time. I really should have just used the drill and just, just like pop, just you know, drilled right through the head of it. And then I could pop it out. Mm-hmm. But instead, I um, I worked using uh, these. These are it's a multi tool. Um, yeah. And, uh, I'll send you I'll send you pictures of all these so you can put it on the website. But okay. so this it it vibrates. I have a standing pad on there too, which is which is another story in and of itself. But it has a uh, a cutter cutting blade on it that you you just sl- stick in here and it, and it just basically oscillates like ten thousand oscillations per second or per minute or something like that. Twenty thousand oscillations per minute and so then i can take that and i can kind of cut like in between the windows so i can 
break them like you know pull them apart from one another because i have to slide them up in order to start pulling the trim off and it was basically it was a just taking the windows out each window the, the two i took out took me about eight hours oh because yeah so eight hours between the two windows so four hours per window basically of of working this this in there and then when i got those windows out i had to take then i took the storm windows out but because i didn't see all the screws and i wasn't thinking i just took a hammer i just started like beating the crap out of them to get them off so then i damaged the trim on the house because that was really smart of me (laughs) (laughs) so i uh, anyway fixed it patched it painted it it's fine now uh I got the new windows installed and then the the installation of the windows is is a process too because again the house was built in the 1920s so they didn't have all the you know things are not quite as square as you think they should be square yeah, <laughs> yeah. so the, for the window to shut properly the, the window has to has to be it can't be racked at all right yeah so you have to level it on either side make sure it's level you know so I'm, I'm leveling it but at the same time I don't want to make sure it's just level because if it's out from where the window is in the house, like from the frame in the house, then you can see that one is not, you can see the difference, right? Mm-hmm. So the, the decision I made was I'm going to basically split the difference between keeping it level and keeping it looking not like it's the window is crooked. crooked. Like, like, yeah. yeah. So one of the windows was not a big deal. It was pretty much square. I just, I shimmed it and then I could screw it in and it was fine. No, I didn't have to monkey around with it, but one, but the other window right adjacent to it, for whatever reason, it, the, the sill kind of had like a, um, a dip in it where I had to actually raise one side significantly higher than the other, just so that the window would actually close properly. Otherwise it was totally racked. And then, and then I had to line it up. Again, I split the difference because it, it seemed like. Maybe it was just a bad day when they made that opening. I'm thinking, you know, it could have been like, you know, maybe the guy was just, you know, he was out late too night, too late, mm-hmm. way too late with friends, <laughs> probably had a few too many frothy libations and it just had a, you know, had a blasted hangover the next day is what I'm guessing happened. That's, that's what I'm going to assume. Anyway, uh, I got it. So it's like, you can, if you look at it, you're not going to notice it from the inside or from the outside, unless you really look in the corner, you'll see there's the gap changes, but I'm putting mm-hmm. a piece of trim over that to hide that. So, um, so it'll be fine. But, uh, but anyway, I got the, got those in, I, I shimmed it, screwed it in. There's a screw, two screws on the top, two on the bottom on each side. And then you can't pull it too hard. Otherwise you're going to tear your window apart, <laughs> but you can't have it too loose because it actually squeezes on the window a little bit. And then you have to have it. So it's basically putting pressure against the shim. So it's secured. And there's all these different little like things you have to do to make sure it's just right. Got that in, you know, I, I use silicon caulk around the opening to, to stick the new window in because basically it just sits right against the old sill with, with the old windows rode, in, uh, rode up and down on. And then, uh, you know, silicon sealed it in. I let that dry for the day, basically. And then the next day I, I used uh, foam insulation to basically go in between. And you have to use a special door and window version because if you use the other kind, it can actually cause the window to bow because it puts too much pressure on it. Oh. This is like a slow expansion foam. Okay. Which I didn't get that right either because, you know, like... Oh, well, you've got to I, done. I, yeah, it's, not, it's not the first one I've done, but I still can't get it right. But I, so I, I fill it, and then I'm like, oh, well, I didn't, I didn't put enough in this area, so I put more in that area. I'm like, okay, good. And then I, when I came back, it, like, was just everywhere. <laughs> like, grew... Not everywhere, I should have... I mean, that's like a little exaggeration, but, like, it grew out of the, out of the door, out of the window. But anyway, it's fine. It didn't, it didn't make a mess, it, you know, because it was kind of dry-ish by the time it pushed yeah. out. But uh, but yeah, so now it's in, it's great. And then uh, the next step was to take, because I I don't like throwing stuff away, like like needlessly. I could have probably just bought some new lumber and I could have cut new trim to hold the windows in, but I I just, I didn't want to throw out the old trim because, you know, it's been there for a hundred years. It's been doing a good job. I just need to strip off 17 layers of paint and then call it good, right? So I used, using um, initially, initially using the the multi-tool because there's a little like a, a sanding, like it's like a detail sander. Which this is another story here. This this is a we don't have to cover this now because it's just uh, the, this sanding pad doesn't fit the head of this because I went to the wrong store and <laughs> I don't go to Harbor Freight. I went to the cheap store to buy buy replacement parts. Don't do that. That was a mistake. Anyway, so working on this, it was just taking so long to try and dig through that paint, and I was just I spent such a long time sanding it, and it still like just had 
like garbage, flaky off paint. I couldn't get it. So I bought another tool. I've wanted anyway for a while, which is a, a, a cordless palm sander that does actually gather a lot of the mess, nice. not all of it. And this spinning around. That's for the benefit of the podcast. Noise. This is a random orbital sender. Yep. Yeah, it's a, it's, and it has, um, yeah, it is a five inch. So convert that to your metric. Random orbital, sa orbital sander, and it does, uh, it's, 12,000, 8, 8 to 12,000 orbits per minute. And oh. has you know, a, a bit of an adjustment. Mm -hmm. It stops at 7. I don't know why. It goes from <laughs> 1 to 7. Why? I, I don't know. Yeah, there, there must be a reason. Yeah. So, And it's not very loud either. So, And uh, it w works really well. It, it did a really good job of going through and actually tear, like, removing the paint. I got it down to the wood and I've already painted it since. So now I can... Oh finally put on the trim and i have an air nail uh, a finish nailer for that to put that on as well cool, cool. Um, but so i'm really excited i'm gonna have i have seven more windows to do in the house and then i am all done with that project and then 2019 summer bucket list will be finally complete cool better late than <laughs> never <laughs> that's right what what and, kind uh, of sanding paper did you use what grid this is i, I want to say I used a uh, 60 grit i can't remember now yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty coarse. Yeah, sixteen eighty grit. Doesn't. Um, I, I will say, I have a. I have other sanders. Like I do have a. Actually, I burned up my belt sander because I. I burn up things. I, it was old anyway. It's not my fault. All right, it's not my fault. Yeah. It just it happened. <laughs> <laughs> not because I was racing it across the ground, but anyway, the um, I do notice that like, having a good tool. This is just my for me having a, a good tool that you know feels good in the hand and doesn't like beat you up. You can really get a lot more done with it. And you're a lot more motivated when it doesn't. Yeah kill you if that makes any sense and yeah and 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 i and it's not it's not an advertisement for dewalt or anything like that but like the way they like the the rubber grip on here and and how they absorb like the, there's some sort of um vibration absorption on there on mm -hmm. this so it does not it does not cause my fillings to rattle out of my teeth and it's really yeah. very nice and so you know i'm i'm extremely extremely cheap like i mean it's if you want to try and squeeze a nickel out of my pocket you're gonna take it's gonna take some effort from you and and I did spend more on this than I would have like had I bought just a cheap tool, but there is something to be said for a tool that for me anyway, that I can use for a long period of time without yeah. you know it makes me more motivated to continue the task as opposed to just kind of like yeah yeah say forget it. Your tools have to work with you, not against you. Exactly, which is why it I use should... Linux. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Well done. Yeah, I mean, so. if you if every time you have to send something, you you feeling like ah no i don't want to do this i don't like you know right. maybe maybe the tool is not the proper one uh not that sending is something that is in interesting it's, or uh, pleasant it's one of the most horrible tasks absolutely yes yeah <laughs> but that's the the task yeah. that makes your stuff look good so right it's necessary yeah. it's necessary so, so having it's, that yeah so just having that that tool that does the job well you know like go, like using the like using that oscillating that, that detail sander to try and do what that the other sander is you know supposed to do take off material that was just it was just a painful task using the wrong tool essentially yeah mm -hmm. so enough like getting into corners yeah that's different and we use the other one but for big you know big big whatever big pieces yeah. large surface area and whatnot but yeah yeah so that's an, yeah, ongoing, so... an ongoing project this won't be done next time we talk Maybe maybe in, in a month it should be done with this task. So okay, nice. Knock on wood. Yeah. <laughs> so what else have you been up to this uh, past few weeks? The, the other thing I did was uh, I I built a slide out hidden pantry, and I, I've sent you many pictures on that. I, I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. The um, <clears throat> but I needed my my kitchen my in my hundred year old house is it's a small galley kitchen it doesn't have a whole lot of storage for things like you know dry goods cans and whatnot i um i did lose some a couple years ago when i had a dishwasher installed and that i lost some storage space so i had to recoup it somehow and i saw this idea on i think instructables mm -hmm. for a a uh, slide out hidden pantry i didn't the design over i mean the, the concept i thought was great i just didn't particularly care for the execution so i took it upon me to 
evaluate the design and then redo the design entirely to suit my kitchen. And I had a little bit of space if I shifted my my refrigerator over by roughly six inches, a little bit less than because it's only five and a half inches wide, the, the wood, you know. Mm-hmm. I could use one by six dimensional wood and build a slide-out pantry the same height as my refrigerator. I probably should have gone to the cabinet height in retrospect as opposed to the hinge height, but that doesn't matter. It, it, it's fine. Um, because I went... Uh, I'm using every bit of that space, so it's fine. But the um, some of the, the changes I made in the design for me was I wanted two lower sections that were taller for things like cereal. I also wanted to put like um, one of my, some of my pans, put them up on their side and stick okay. it in there, and um, things like you know longer, you know longer things I wanted on the bottom, and then spaced at about seven and a half inches on you know um, sections above that was everything else. I didn't want anything too tall because. It's, these are I want short cans in there, not tall cans. Yeah. Nothing glass. And so I put. The, there's only so much cans you can pile up right. before they fold any, anyway. <laughs> the two, yeah, the tuna cans you can put a lot of those on top of each other, but I, I don't uh, want yeah. it too tall. I want, to, I want to make it make it so I, I had a lot of uh, space across, and I don't want to have to like you know dig into things. I want to basically slide it out, grab what I want, slide it closed. That, that was the idea. Mm-hmm. So I uh, I I took uh, Infusion 360, and I you know using my my design envelope I. I laid it out, and then I adjusted the shelves using datum planes to drive it off of datum planes. Uh, I, I adjusted the shelves so they're all evenly spaced, and then um, modeled some casters to put underneath it so I could then make sure that the height, the total height that I wanted, was in line with what I, what I imagined, and it was yes, and so that all that all worked out great, no problems there. The um, to. Uh, to build it, I I used um, actually ended up you know printing it out and then Fusion 360 did kind of sort of fail me in the drawing mode. It didn't. Oh. It kept freezing up every time. So I basically I just took a screen capture of it, put it in LibreOffice, <laughs> and then I just wrote the dimensions down. I just dimensioned nice. it myself. <laughs> but, uh, so because I needed something I could set next to the wood, and so pretty much all I needed to do that were I'd use uh, my um, my drill. To, to pre to pilot drill the holes because I want to make sure everything was right. I used a clamp and some other pieces of of the one by wood so I could hold everything square against one another. Yes, because everything had to be square because I don't want to have a I don't want to have my wood racked at all. Mm-hmm. And then uh, for the outside frame, I don't know if you can see that from the outside frame, I did not use pine for that because pine is a softer wood, and I was concerned that if I'm pulling on it, like those those the pulling forces, I was concerned might be too much. Like for the okay. casters to handle, yep. and also for the, the 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 pull itself to handle. So I, I decided I would do poplar wood because it's <clears throat> it's a little bit more tough, a little bit more expensive, but and it looks the same. It's roughly the same. It'll have kind of a grayish color to it, maybe more so. But I want to make sure that what I used for the outside frame was a little bit stronger. Then I used pine for the boards in between. So, um, so I got six shelves of storage now yes. that I can put things on. So things from like, you know, pasta, can, canned goods, nothing glass, because, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just open on both sides, it just slides out, you take what you want and slide it back. Okay. Because I have kids is one. And the other mm-hmm. two is, because this house is 100 years old, nothing is quite square in the house. So <laughs> not only are the walls slightly canted, but they're slightly not square to the, yeah, like the, the <laughs> they're not square. So I had to slightly shift the refrigerator just a little bit so that... Um, the wheels I, uh, I used to basically balance it in between the refrigerator and the, uh, in the wall mm-hmm. wouldn't, uh, wouldn't get squeezed pulling it out. So I had to make okay. sure that it, you know, cause it, it got, it got narrower as, as you pull it out essentially, but okay. it works really well. I'm very happy with how it's turned out. Uh, I use it every day. Um, and I have zero regrets on the design. It worked out smashingly well and, and it's. <clears throat> it's actually it's that's it, been awesome for the rest of my cabinets. I can move a lot of things down and out of the way, and and yeah. it makes it makes my kitchen so much more breathable. Actually, it feel it doesn't feel like um, you know, a thirty a, nine uh, year old single dude lives here anymore. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I understand. I understand. And and the the, the 
the feeling you get when you when you get to use the the things you've built like the the workbench I've built or or even the table I've I already use it uh, I've put stuff on a on it already and um it it's really a, a nice feeling when when you look at that and say I did that I made that yeah I, enormous I satisfaction it. yeah it okay my my table is not perfect you know it's not it's not really square because I didn't have a table saw or a miter saw, so I use the jigsaw to cut the the pieces of wood. So it's it's not perfectly straight. Um, no, it's, old, you did that on purpose. It's it's yeah. a it's a yes. distressed, handcrafted it's, look. That's yes. what it is. Okay, See? that that's what I'm gonna say right now. Okay, <laughs> thank you for the suggestion. Yeah, the 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 thing that the the, the feeling that uh, you get out of things you build from your your own hands. That's uh, that's absolutely it's, fantastic. Especially yes. if if they make your life a little bit easier, or they make accomplishing future tasks a little bit easier, less painful, or more enjoyable. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I, the, I know. Fa- um, I, I didn't have the the workbench to build the workbench, of course. So I, right. I had to use my <laughs> my my um, living room table to clump the, <laughs> the wood uh, on there. So yeah, it was not really. Uh, it, it it was. It was okay, but then when I built the small table, I had the uh, the workbench, and it was really nice to be able to, you know, not care about the surface because it's it, it's a workbench. It's gonna it's gonna right. get, you know, glue and and screws in there and 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 all kinds of uh, uh, of treatment and paint and stain and and things like that. But it's its purpose, so it's okay. Uh, and um, yeah, I like it. I, I like I like to build those stuff. Uh, it's kind of it's kind of the, the same feeling you have when you use a 3D printer and you you f- 3D print your first uh you know uh, functional thing like mm-hmm. like like the the holder for my headphones uh, that uh, that's still there from from the first week I had the printer it's still it's the same one it, and, and there's there's a, a nice feeling that um, it's something you've built right oh, i thought it was going to tell me like the the cat cube or whatever it's called. Oh, the cat cube. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, the cat cube. <laughs> to me, that's what I was thinking immediately. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, talking about 3D printing, um, it's not because we're, we talked about uh, woodworking and, and, and windows and, and renovation and things like that, that we don't have a Thingiverse thing of the episode. And this uh, edition of the Thingiverse thing of the episode is... Of course, a simple six-inch speed square, um, because um, I didn't have one when I, I built my um, my table. Uh, I didn't have time. To, uh, no, it it was on a um, on a, uh, a vacation here in Switzerland uh, that I, I decided to build this table, and of course, I didn't have a speed square, so I printed one. <laughs> I, I I grabbed one from Thingiverse. It's amazing the number of speed square you can find on Thingiverse. <laughs> Uh, oh, so yeah, right it's, uh, it, it it did the job. It's it's not as precise as one that you can buy, um, but um, I needed one. Uh, I the, the shops were closed, so I I printed this one, and it was very nice. I guarantee it's more precise than I can cut. Yes, me too. And uh, it did it did help a lot to uh, square things. You know, uh, have uh, pieces of wood uh, nicely squared, and then uh, screw them, and well, glue them and screw them. That was nice. Right. Now, if I, I may, also... speed square. Yes. Um, you can actually use that. So to make your jigsaw cuts, like if you're cutting a board, yeah. before you, uh, and I, I just I just learned this trick recently. I was helping a, a buddy of mine do some fencing uh, mm-hmm. at an equestrian farm, you know, horse farm, whatever, giant thing. Mm-hmm. I, you show me a technique you can use. You take the speed square, you hold it up against the board, and then when you line up your your saw, you actually yeah. keep the speed square there, and then the the shoe, I think that's called the shoe of yeah. of the uh, like could be the jigsaw or the or you know circular saw or whatever. You can use that text. You make a straight cut then with it. Yeah, you understand? I, I, yeah, I kind of did that. Yes, um, but still, it's it's still a, a jigsaw and it has a tendency sure. to move a little. So bit. that's why. Yeah, so that's but, why my uh, uh, my wood is not. Uh, is that I had no idea about that technique. Because like okay. my dad, when he would use a when he would use the circular saw. Like, like he could do, he could, he could basically, it was like a, um, it was like a tool, an art tool for him. It was like a, he could, a sculpting tool of, for wood for him. Cause he could, <laughs> he could cut complex angles and do all these things with a circular saw that I still can't do, you know? And, uh, 
he didn't need a square or anything like that. He could just line it up and go. And he was just an am- amazing what he could do with a circular saw. And so I need every little bit of help, everything I can use to, to make make yeah, it just a little bit better right. because I am not that good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I still have a lot to, uh, to learn, but I feel I've learned a lot already in uh, just doing those two projects. Like, you know, learning. It's I, I, I read somewhere or I've seen a video, I don't remember exactly, that says you can you can learn how to use a jigsaw, but you still have to learn how to use your jigsaw because right. it, using a jigsaw is uh, is something that you know you know how to um, align it, press on it, etc., etc. But then your jigsaw will have some stuff, specific stuff like some settings that you can change or a way that it's uh, that you can use. It, you have to use it to make it work perfectly. So using a tool and using your tool are two um, different things. When I got my new jigsaw, when I was like, I was changing my, my tools out and this one works so much. That last one was very good too. The Porter cable cordless one, mm-hmm. but this one, there's something almost more buttery smooth about this one. It's, it's a little bit, a little bit weightier. It feels mm-hmm. like there's a little more mass to it. And so it, it holds itself it's almost like it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, it's not affected as much by the bouncing. Okay. And this is, but it's, it's amazing. Like, it's like, you know, so I learned the quirks of the last jigsaw and then that didn't apply for this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So exactly what I said, you need to learn exactly. your tool on top right. of learning a tool. Yeah. Which is again, why I like to use my computer with Linux whenever I <laughs> Yes. <laughs> All right. Those are fun. Yes. Um, lots of fun. Uh, lots of. Uh, I, I've, I actually have um, another project in mind uh, after the after or, or you know during I don't know but probably after the uh, the desk for uh, for my daughter, um, which is going to be something that I'm going to put outside. In my mind, I'm imagining you're going to buy yourself a wood lathe, and you're going to start making like like lamp. You know, like lamps <laughs> with it, and then like really fancy table legs and everything else. That's that's what I'm imagining in my mind. That's going to happen like a year from now. So let's go ahead and put it in the calendar. I said this. Okay, I'm probably going to be wrong, right. and I'm okay with uh, that. Who but knows? That's what I want to imagine. <laughs> that's okay. what I want to imagine. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, you know, I don't. I don't even know if you, I would. I will still be do, doing uh, woodworking in a year from now. But yeah, uh, I feel like uh, as I said to. Uh, I'm a member of the family uh, earlier this week that, you know, I've spent many, many years sitting behind my computer and doing stuff like that. And I don't know why, maybe I'm, I'm getting old or something, but I, I had, a, I had a need to do something else. Uh, I'm still doing my podcast and, and, and playing with LEDs and microcontrollers and stuff like that. But I had, I had, a, I had a, an urge to do something else to, you know, do something completely different and uh, there's nothing well it's 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 really different working with wood and uh, there's no battery yeah. there's no power there's nothing right. like that and there, there's I something like it. I, I don't know how to describe it I, I can't really put it into words but there's something like organic and natural and warm about yeah. wood yes that i don't that like it, there's it just it feels nice it's just something you know as as much as the synthetics get close to it it's just it's not no as nice the, as the original. Just the, the sound of two pieces of wood, you know, uh, uh, hitting, getting Tapping. hitting each other. Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. a very nice sound. Yeah, yeah, it's very you feel very grounded or something. Yeah. I don't know or you know, connected, I don't know. almost we, we, connected. And it's amazing <laughs> we, material, really. We're going zen. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the, welcome <laughs> to Maker's Corner. <laughs> But it's, there's there's something really neat about wood, and it's yes. it's it's one of the oldest building materials, and yet it yeah. still works incredibly well. You know, it's, and it's it's strong, it's strong, yeah. it's incredibly strong. Sometimes I I you know I figure mm, I'm going to uh, build um, a, a chair for 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 to go with with the desk, and I thought mm, I don't know if it's gonna hold um, my daughter's weight. Uh, and then I I looked around and uh, and and it will it will hold and 
the glue will, will the glue is stronger than the wood uh, says the the uh the, the guy from from the uh the program I, i'm a follow he said if you glue two pieces of wood together and then you try to uh separate them then the the wood will break before the glue will uh, will will um you know uh will, will break too so glue just glue two pieces of wood and then you're good and add a couple of screws for good measure but uh, but the glue does the work so. yeah amazing isn't it yeah yes yes well i guess uh we've talked uh, a lot of uh about new stuff for this podcast but it's still part of the um the maker's realm uh so um, and, and i'm so glad that uh I'm so glad that you like that and that we can exchange ideas and bounce ideas back and forth. And that's yeah. great. But it's really all interconnected because, you know, like little things like you, that desk you want to build for your daughter, incorporating the other parts of your making, your other making skills into it. You know, it's all, it's all interconnected. I, I think. Yeah, you know? I think. Yeah, uh, I agree. I agree. It's a, it, it's, it's a spirit. It's uh it's the maker spirit. Uh, and, uh, mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, it, it's, it can apply to any techniques. And you gotta love dead tree carcasses. I mean, they're really, they're, that's just fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, thank you for downloading our previous, uh, uh, installments. We really appreciate that you take a little bit of your time to listen to us, uh, especially in this, uh, in this, uh, period. I know my, my own podcast consumption uh, kind of went almost down to zero because, uh, well, no commute uh, means uh, no time doing nothing but driving, so less time to um, to listen to podcasts. So anyone who downloaded and listened to our, our shows during this period, thank you very much. You can get in contact with us by sending us an email at feedback at makerscorner.tech or by following us on Twitter. We are at makerscornerpod or by joining our Telegram group at t.me slash makerscornerpod. Unless otherwise stated, this podcast is released under a Creative Commons by attribution share-like license. You will find all the details on our website at makerscorner.tech. And of course, this podcast is part of the Other Side Podcast Network. You can find more about our shows at otherside.network. Well, that's the end of another great episode. And... Uh, uh, Hopefully, uh, lots of new projects for the uh, future episodes. Thank for you, sure. Nate, for joining me again this uh, this episode. Well, thank you again for having me. It's it's always fun to chat with you and, and finally get to talk about the stuff we're doing, not just send pictures and yeah. you know a couple lines on Telegram. So it's fun. Nice. Yes, absolutely. We will be back uh, in about two weeks. <laughs> in the meantime, take care of yourselves. Ciao, ciao. See us.